What's up, everybody? This is Zach. And Amy. Shad. And Judah. With Be A Light, we hope that you've been having a fantastic week. How's everybody been doing? Busy. Yeah. Cray cray. Cray cray. Is the food still good? I haven't been going over to that building because I don't want to spend that money. Uh. I've just been money. That's the good thing about it. It's so large that I can stay in one building. It's in another building. Temptation is yeah. further away. It's a lot easier to stay in the building that does not have the cafeteria goodness, <laughs> even though they show the menu every day and the prices are cheap and people talk about wings today and they're like, oh, they're amazing. I had wings today. <laughs> it's pretty good beef stew, though, that I made. So. Will it last eight weeks this time? Yes. No, that was, that was roast beef. Roast. Oh, yeah. That was right. beef stew is yeah. much more expensive. <laughs> Chad, uh, catch us up on the hashtag poop scoop. Oh, oh my man. gosh. Yeah. <laughs> well, <Like this> series. <laughs> the internet is a great resource. <clears throat> so I've done two things. My <laughs> <laughs> I need a hotline. <laughs> uh, for one, I bought a new, I just bought a litter box. I went to Petland. And so that was the reason why you posted about Petland. Okay. <laughs> there is a litter box that's a dome. Okay, yep. And it has like stairs. And I gotta climb up into oh. the stairs, into the dome to like to that's use cool. it. <laughs> I haven't assembled it yet, but I bought it for him earlier this week. And the second thing that I have implemented that really worked, if you take a bowl of food and put it in the spots they're pooping, they'll stop pooping there. Because they don't like to poop near where they eat. Cats are actually pretty clean animals. Mm-hmm. So, like, they have not pooped in the floor since I put food bowls where they were pooping at previously. Mm. That's awesome. Interesting. But that has not fixed the throwing litter in the floor pro- problem yet. Because that's what the dome is for. I just yeah. haven't put it together How yet. How big is the dome? Um, it's big enough to where the cats are going to have to turn to it and pray five times a day. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking of the it's same like thing. Yeah. <laughs> that was a good joke. Poop scoop. Hashtag. Um, he's a lot more. Uh, yep. He's a lot more <laughs> occupied with the kittens. Not that they're there, so he's like always dominating the kittens. We got one, and then we got a second one also. Batman. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Uh, Amy, how about you? Good. Um, just this week has kind of been a lot of random tasks <coughs> that I've been having to do. Uh, but good things. Um, I got to see somebody I hadn't seen in a long time today. And, um, I don't know, just, we're really busy with the business and 
Uh, yes, it's a good yes, thing. A good <laughs> it is a good thing. Um, just kind of figuring out what we need and um, looking for the right bank and you know adult things. So, oop. Um, but yeah, God's just been blessing us, and it's we got like. Like I was, I used to work for my dad and um, the secretary that works there, she's worked there for years and we worked together <coughs> when I was there. And um, like my dad was saying like, cause they moved recently and he was like, yeah, we have a bunch of filing cabinets cause I was looking for one the other day. And um, anyway, I text her and she was like, well, we gave all of them away, but I do have one at the house. And it's like, it's small enough to where it's not going to like take up a bunch of room, but it's just enough for what I need. But she was like, I have a bunch of other, you know, she said binders. It ended up being like four boxes of office supplies and just tons and tons of binders. And we can use it for paperwork. And I mean, it was everything from binders to like organizers to staples. And I was like, this is great. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, yeah, my car is like totally full of that. So Um, It was a good thing. And um, I don't know, it's just been kind of, uh, it's it's definitely been an interesting just beginning of the week and we're at the very early part of the week, but um, yeah. Yeah, going off of her since uh, we're connected and everything uh married <laughs> married and business partners <laughs> um god's just been doing awesome things like I, i'm under a, a huge deadline right now with a bunch of editing and everything and it i'm enjoying it because i'm learning like like okay someone is paying me to do this instead yeah. of like Oh, I'm doing this for the YouTubes and like that <laughs> sort of deal. I was like, and if I don't hit my deadline, it'll be okay. It's like I signed a contract on all of this, so yep. it's like learning how to do all of the things that like I've done for years, but like it's like le- yeah, it's like legit. Like someone is trusting me with their product mm-hmm. to be able to deliver and everything. So it's just it's very different and just learning how like I've went from a very like socially interactive job to sitting in front of a computer more and sitting my lord that is painful like if you don't like my job was very active like I was conducting all the time up on my feet like that you know was it's a totally different like set of muscles and I slouch and I've got to like fix that because like at the end of the night I'm just like like I'm in pain it's just it's one of those different things that I didn't you know I'm like oh I get to I get to edit videos and like (laughs) just like with me and my job I mean I've had sitting jobs for almost my entire working life and so now at Navy Federal there's elevators everywhere but I choose to take the stairs Mm -hmm. every time I'm like, I'm not getting anything elevators and getting to 600 pounds. <laughs> Granted, I know walking the elevator, uh, the stairs won't change much, but it keeps me in the mindset of staying yeah. active and 
And uh, it reminds me every time I go up these stairs, while I'm huffing and puffing after a few flights of stairs, I'm like, you're stupid. Being winded. Because um, I've been more and more fit as my life's went on, but these past, because these injuries and because I'm just letting things go by, I've become out of shape again as far as like I've always been chunky, but I was at least in shape. I would lose my breath after a few flights of stairs, but now I'm like, what the heck? <laughs> I'm dying. Someone's helping. Ice cream. <laughs> Ice cream. It's uh, like yesterday morning I got up early and I was like, okay, I'm on, I'm on stretch. Like it helped me wake up. And then I was like, I should do some planks. So I was just like, okay, I'm going to do this. So I start doing the planks and I get like 30 seconds. I'm like, that's pretty good because I haven't done it in a while. So I go about my day. And then last night, like, I started having this yeah. pain in like my stomach. I was, I was like, I was like, baby, I don't know what's going on because I've literally been <laughs> sitting at my desk. And then this morning I got up and I was like, oh, still yeah. hurting. I was like, oh yeah, I blinked <laughs> that morning, but it was just like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's why my legs have been stiff. I didn't ease my way into even cardio. My whole, my all, every muscle in my legs. Like the other day was locked up from my glute all the way down to my foot. Like, it was just locked. Mm. And I was, like, walking, like, <laughs> 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 So I've been trying to stretch every morning and every time I can because it's no joke, man. Mm-hmm. You can't be this tall and feel like you're <laughs> you got balancing it. on a leg. Yeah. It's very scary. <laughs> what? Nothing. He's just waving his uh, healthy superiority in our face. Like, ha Stretch your hamstrings and your hip flexors. The number one cause of lower back pain is sitting all day. Just throwing that out there. Not saying you have back pain yet, and you're not going to have back pain. No. <laughs> you're going to have to show me, like, it's like here. It's not down here. It's like. It's still from sitting. I'm oh, I know, because, like, when I edit, it's like, oh, you're like, I've got this really nice chair. Yeah. And then I'm like. <laughs> I mean, like, it's got lumbar support and everything, and he's just... Yeah, I'm just, like, hunched over. I'm like, yeah, I edit the videos. <laughs> <laughs> no, you gotta. Yeah, you gotta watch it. Like, I'll, I'll try to watch it when I'm at work, but... Well, it's like, I'll catch myself, and I'm like, okay. And then, like, ten minutes... Slowly later, it's like, just... Yeah, it's, like, <laughs> it's like I'm Gollum back here in my crib, and it's like... <laughs> Answer this ritual. <laughs> and then he's got his headphones on and he yeah. can't hear me. And like I'm a straight shot down the hall. Yeah. And I'm like, Zach, but he like he can't hear Zach. Zach and he cannot hear me at all. And he just back here like doing his <laughs> doing his thing. And like and I'm like, get out of your like bubble that you're in <laughs> well, i was like i only have one set of headphones so it's like yeah. you know falling and stuff rows need to do some rows yeah like i'll just do this well you need weights <laughs> <laughs> resistance you're gonna want to lean over and then do it like that just do a sitting doing this i don't know if that'll do anything yeah you want to bend over yeah Technically, a bent over row so would like be the right the, technique. Like right. This and like going like this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
So that'll work all the muscles in the upper back and it pulls everything back. Oh, yeah, yeah, make, your, make your posture better. Oh, okay. Really aesthetic. Yeah. As functional. We, as we all like slouch to get to the yeah, mic. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. It's like. <laughs> oh, so. Yeah. God is good. <laughs> I like, I, the, the more I. I <laughs> know <laughs> <laughs> everybody's suddenly yeah, aware of their posture. <laughs> have this thing keep rolling down. It's all good. You can <laughs> adjust that. No. It'll go up higher. See, there yeah. it goes. Boom. I don't want it up here. And I'm held accountable for that. <laughs> 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 you said. It's so high. It keeps me up high. Now uh, I can't uh, slouch. Oh, uh, yeah. There we go. So we've met somebody that. Knew you. What? No, 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 no. (laughs) No, we had dinner with a friend of his and his fiance. And the fiance was like, Yeah, I work with this woman. And she knows you're like, she watches the show. Hi. Mm -hmm. Um, She was like, "Uh, I know someone like she works with her. She was like, She worked at. I think a call center with your friend Judah and she was just like talking about <clears throat> you or whatever but it like because that was a while ago right that's been my last two jobs so. oh, okay <laughs> um she didn't give like a name or anything but she was talking about um majority of call centers are women so yeah that's like a needle <laughs> like she was like talking about like beliefs and uh she was saying like this woman it's not like was into like kind of like new age stuff or something like that but um i she didn't give a name i don't know <clears throat> but it was it was just interesting because like she watches the show and then it just being like it was just like one of those like small world kind of things but it was pretty funny your nation. <laughs> <laughs> See, the thing that, like, when we were talking to her and everything, and she was, you know, saying something about this lady's beliefs, um, I just knowing you, like, she was saying, you know, like, you know, we might have had our differences on, like, how we believed and everything, but we, you know, got along with each other and treat each other right and everything. And I was like, because Judah loves people and then like he gets in he's yeah. like water through rocks <laughs> and he'll get in and he'll fix it. <laughs> it's just trickle 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 because i think they were talking about the show and that yeah. came up or i i can't remember exactly yeah, what well, it was. They, were, they were asking about the production company and everything right so and then it came around to that and all that so what has God been telling y'all? Like, is there, is there anything? I'm sure because he talks to us all the time. Nothing. Nothing. Okay. Not a single word. <laughs> so I had, I had it's been a quiet. It's the dark ages. <laughs> <laughs> I had a interesting thing the other day. I went to Walmart to buy a bunch of storage stuff. They can see it. You guys can't see it. Um. 
but <clears throat> there's a really big Walmart down the highway from us and there's like a Dollar Tree next to that Walmart and um, I'll go there occasionally and you know just we're starting a business and it was like you know being practical with money and blah 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 and like and I'm driving by it and this isn't the first time that this happened but I found that there's times when I feel like I'm supposed to save money and God will tell me to spend money and vice versa <clears throat> and um he was like go to the dollar tree and I'm like I don't need to spend money right now and it's one of the it's like one of those things where like I think it's like me like you kind of put your own like personality on or whatever but it's just one of those like if you trust me with your money you're gonna go to Dollar Tree <laughs> like <laughs> I mean he, he wouldn't say it like that but um Anyway, so I did a U-turn and went, and um, I don't know if you're familiar with how Dollar Tree is set up. I'm quite the connoisseur of Dollar Tree. <laughs> but, um, they have, like, all, like, these fake flowers and everything, and um, we have, like, a women's event that we're doing at our church, and, um, like, I was told, like, I'm not, a part of the decorating at all I'm just the speaker and I don't have to worry about any of that and like God was just like you're you need to look at these flowers and you need to make flower arrangements I was like what <clears throat> I sat there for probably 45 minutes picking through <laughs> these flowers um and like but it was like putting colors together and I had seen pictures of stuff that, um, you know, like my mother-in-law, she's the one that's um, kind of putting all the decorations together and everything. And um, I had sent her some pictures, but it was just kind of giving her ideas. Like I didn't really, but I really liked these flower arrangements and it was like, you know, I'm not gonna be able to, cause it's real flowers and everything. It's like, I'm not gonna be able to do that. But it's like, I'm, I really like being crafty and doing things with my hands and everything. And, um, I don't know. It was just kind of like, it was just odd that he wanted me to do that. And like, I'm sitting there and I'm like, I'm like, God, this is taking so long. And like, I'm having to pick through colors and it's just like, why would you want me to do this? And he was like, I enjoy shopping with you. I was like, what <laughs> and he was like I enjoy doing this with you like it was so genuine and it was just like it's like you're so weird why would you enjoy shopping in like the cheap flower section at the dollar store with me but then like I got to make these flower arrangements and like it looks a lot like the pictures that I was looking at and like I th I think it turned out really good and like it was just like this kind of random project in the middle of all this busyness and craziness. But it was just, I don't know, it was just so genuine. And it was just like, I enjoy shopping with you. I enjoy doing these things that you enjoy doing with you. And like, I don't feel like it's a drag. And like, because a lot of times, like, I'm not really 
one to go like okay girlfriends let's go shopping and like i'm not that kind of girl <laughs> like <laughs> and, and obviously you guys are laughing because i don't i don't think i come across that way at all <laughs> um and like i mean i i enjoy those kind of girly things of course but i'm like i never really enjoyed shopping with other people because i always felt like people were kind of like judging what I was buying or it's like you know if you're going shopping with your significant other like guys just don't care about that kind of stuff and I'm sitting here talking about flowers and I know they're all just like <laughs> but <laughs> and I, I get it I totally get it but it was just like I don't know knowing what <laughs> yeah um but i don't know it was just like this moment of realizing like that he enjoys doing those kind of things with me but it was like he really had to like put me in a situation where it was like it's like this drawn out process and it's like okay i'm doing what I feel like you're asking me to do and it would be a fun creative project but it's like I shouldn't be doing this I should be doing more practical things and he's just like no I enjoy doing this with you and it probably cost me like $12 like it wasn't anything major but it was just like I don't know it was it was pretty cool so word so you can have a god encounter in Dollar Tree (laughs) (laughs) well I think that's what he's get on a performance yeah. and then they get into spiritual performance yeah <laughs> they call it spirituality yeah and they're like i need to heal everyone i see and and miracles and oh, and they just like freak out and spasm you know i should say that because that was me <laughs> um and the more i grow the more i see that he's interested because like if we box him in and say his main interest is seeing the, the healed all these things seeing and, and those are I mean literally it's what he did I mean he healed the sick raised the dead cleansed the lepers cast out demons um, you know he's all about salvation he's all about all these things but that's even that is just a part mm-hmm. of him because salvation is going to come to an end healing is going to come to an end casting yeah. out demons all these things are going to come to an end so things that come to an end I don't think can define someone Hmm. You know, ultimately, that's only this is <laughs> this is but a blip in in and to heal someone is no harder than to arrange some flowers for him. It's not like there's bigger, weightier tasks. Hmm. It's all accomplished already through Christ. And so, I think the more we get our eyes off of trying to see everyone healed and like the hound dog looking for it, the more we'll run into it. Yeah. Because we won't, we won't, because when I think when we're focused on something, we are focused through our own qualifiers. Yeah. Mm. You know, qualifiers, you know, what we see. Hmm. And we qualify everything we see. We're like, okay, that's at my level of healing. I have faith for that. I have faith for that. <laughs> I can believe for that miracle. I can believe for that healing. And we're 
we're trying to see it and we're qualifying it through there, but once we get our eyes on him, we're just going to bump into these things and we're going to, in that moment, have the faith. And what are you doing? <laughs> I'm trying to get a shot where he can be seen in the, but he sees like this. It's like, <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm asserting dominance. Oh, well. <laughs> um, but that's, but I think it's really important. That's something um, I think he's been talking to me about because he does enjoy our life. Yeah. He's not like sitting there like, he doesn't this yet, you know, oh, yeah. let's go heal this person. Let's go, you know, I just, that's, that's all I want to do. You know, he, he enjoys us living life together. I mean, they literally, the first, when the church first began, you shall know that my disciples by their love for one another. They spent time. Day in, day out, time mm-hmm. with each other. They literally met every day of the week and spent time together. Um, and so, if we stop seeing, and I know I've mentioned this before, but what I'm growing into is, is we, if we stop seeing this is spiritual, this is natural. This is spiritual. Yeah. This is natural. This is spiritual. This is natural. But everything's made for him, held together by him, and for him, through him, and held together by him. Mm-hmm. Literally everything we see was made for him. It, he holds it together. He enjoys, you know, going to the beach. He enjoys doing all these things, spending time with us. He enjoys all these, these what we see as little things. He sees as big deal, like get away and enjoy him. Let's, yeah. let's rest. Let's. I mean, they were going so much that he literally said, "Hey guys, let's go over here and just chill." Granted, the people chased them down. And he had compassion on them and he healed them. But his intention was to actually get away <laughs> yeah. from that ministry life and go rest for a, for a time. And um, I'm more excited and less tempted the less I try <laughs> and the less <laughs> I care, if that makes sense. Because he's just going to figure, he's already got it. Every, he, scripture says he's going to work all things for my good. Yeah. Those who love him and are called according to his purpose. He's just going to work it for my good. And that he's going to lead me on paths of righteousness for his name's sake. He's made me to do good works. I'm his workmanship. And then he laid out all those good works for me to do. Mm-hmm. I can rest. And I can say, I don't got to strive and try to be better. I just wake up, enjoy him, talk to him throughout the day. I'll be riding in my car. There's a lot of times I'll have videos going and I'm just like, I just feel like a little spur. I'll pause it and just start talking to him and have a good old moment for a few moments or for the 30-minute drive mm-hmm. to work. And I'll have the whole time. I was so distracted in today, I started going to the Milton camp instead of the, the nine-mile camp. And I was like, oh, Lord, i got to turn around. And I just went to the completely wrong way. And I was like, oh, i got to turn around. And as I was driving to the other campus, I was like, Lord, old me would have panicked got angry mm. and all these things but i literally just laughed it off and i was like well i was just so distracted in you lord i went the wrong way <laughs> like i literally like came to yeah i was driving and i came to and i was like lord this doesn't uh this looks like the wrong road <laughs> 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 so uh i'm gonna, gonna have to get off and uh find my way back um but like the old me would have panicked freaked out, been angry at myself, like, 
how dare you go down the wrong way? And I just been so bad. It's like me. Wrong <laughs> 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 way. <laughs> and I figured it all out. But I don't know. That's just that's where I'm at. That's what he's speaking to me. And um, and yet I'm reading Daniel, and like yet I still want to see miracles. I'm not like, oh, if I never see a miracle, whatever. I'm like, now it's just becoming more natural. Like I, we should see miracles. We should see healings. We should see spiritual things. But it's also you know, I, I'm learning to just spend time with my father. Yeah. You know, and see that he's a good father. Because then all those things we're like my dad's got it. What are you what are you talking about, man? Mm-hmm. And like my friend messaged me and he his boss went off on him and he's been doing really good. I mean, people literally he just got a dude saved by his, the way he's been going to work and he blew up on his boss because his boss has just been drilling him for like months. This is like the happiest dude you'll ever meet. <laughs> and he's just getting drilled at work. And he went off on me, messaged me, he's like, yeah, I'm worried. And I just literally just kept saying scripture after scripture. Everything he said, and I'm like, yeah, scripture, scripture. I was like, scripture, scripture, scripture. And I was like, this is how it's going to go, scripture. He would say something, scripture. <laughs> he's like, yeah, I know, it's scripture. <laughs> because I was like, these are the truths. This is how it's going to go. It doesn't matter. He's going to work all things for your good because you love him. You're called according to his purpose. It's it's fine. You don't have to worry about anything. Yeah. And so it just takes the pressure off. And you, um, you know, and like I even have to check myself when I'm like, am I going? Because, you know, <clears throat> you can get scared, like, when you go through this, that you're going to go through, go into apathy. Yeah. I think that's the right word where you just, yeah, eh, mm-hmm. everything can happen. I don't care. That's not happening, and yeah, I do have to guard from that so that I don't go into that and like, oh, just whatever happens, you know, it's just gonna be whatever. But um, you just take it some time and allow yourself to take time, however long that is, whether it's a few days, a few months, or even a year or so, of just laying off because we've spent most of our lives worrying, taking our own account, taking our own, taking our own, taking our own. And we've barely, <laughs> in that time, we've given him this much time. And so what happens when we really step back and say, okay, Lord, you. <laughs> yeah. This, you, this is all yours. You figure it out. You live this life. You know, you're going to make me, you've already said I'm your workmanship. You created me. You've molded me. I'm of your seed, incorruptible seed. I'm of your life. Everything's made for you, through you, and held together by you. And so... Here, <laughs> you know, figure it out. I'm gonna watch some TV or something. <laughs> no, it sounds bad, but I'm just not. I'm t- I'm so tired of the spiritual rat race and yeah. the, the rigmarole of gotta be hungry for the Lord. And I'm like, no, I'm naturally. I want to be around him. I'm not. I'm not gonna be hungry. You know, hopefully, I'm gonna wake him. And if I'm married, I'm not. But I'm, I'm gonna be hungry enough for my wife. And I'm gonna. Make sure I'm not more, more today, you know? Exactly, you have to do that. <laughs> <laughs> Don't answer. But, you know, because I, I, I don't see it like that. I don't got to wake up and be like, ah, I love my dad. I love my mom more. I just do. I love them even when they annoy me. It all settles, and I'm like, dang it, Hunter. Dang it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying not to, but I do. I don't, I don't know. These are all just things that are just maturing in my life, so they all sound like they're this way and that way. 
It's funny you say that. And some people might really get offended when I say this. Sometimes the Lord irritates me because <laughs> he's changed me so much to where I know that he wants me to do every single thing with excellence. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it's like I'm about to do something halfway and I can just hear him in the back of my mind. It's like, if you're going to do it, you might as well do it the best way you can. Yeah. And it's like, oh, there you are again. <laughs> you know. But then I do it. And then, like, I'm pleased and I'm happy that I did it. Yep. But he can. That doesn't mean he can't irritate you. Yeah. No, and I agree. You know, like, I'm just, I just said that because you said your parents irritate you, but you still love them. Oh, yeah. Like, <laughs> even, even with that, like, he really has to tell me to calm down because, like, I am too excellent. But I'm like, it's almost, it's not like I'm just trying to explain. I'm critical on myself. Yeah. If I mess, make one mistake, I'm like, oh, I messed up one minute thing that doesn't affect anything. Yeah. How dare I mm. mess up that one thing that doesn't affect anything? And he's like, that's good. Calm down. <laughs> <laughs> you're, like, you're critical on yourself. You're t- you're going like you're doing great. Like I will just get a hundred, and it's like it wasn't a hundred and ten. I'll miss one thing. Like I remember when I first. Started in the federal there. I was they seeing everything I was doing. I was getting 100, 100, 100, 100. I got like a 96. My whole world was over. And they're like, it's a 96. And I'm like, that's not a 100. <laughs> and so the Lord just has, he gets to calm me down. But then when I calm down, he's like, okay, but now let's go back right up here. Because don't come down too much. Let's get yeah. right there. <laughs> and this, just stay here. Yeah. Because like now, especially with the, the, the more I progress in AP federal, Every job I've had before this has been a job. Yeah. So I do it, and you know, and I'm doing it. If I mess up, eh. and granted, if I mess up with this, okay. But now I want to be with more and more money. I'm wiring hundreds of thousands of dollars to people. <laughs> you do that wrong, you're, you can send half a middle to the wrong place. And um, so I'll do something. It's like you got a lit. Like I have a list, like a 13, 14 page list. That I have to follow things to check, things to change, numbers to check, numbers to change, follow up. It's like a lot of stuff. And I'm like, I can, I mean, I don't, I looked a little bit, but I didn't see anything. He's like, what are you doing? (laughs) (laughs) I'm tired. (laughs) He's like, did you, (laughs) you know, he's like, just look at a little bit extra, you know, once you get to the place where you're really thinking and finding, okay, but you barely, you gave it a once over, you know, really go look. When it says go check here, here, and here, actually go check here and here and here. Don't check here. Well, that looks good. I'm sure the other two copy it. No, because I'm dealing with legal legal docs all day. I mean, a lot of legal docs. I'm dealing with account numbers, social security numbers, credit card information. I'm dealing with the entire person's, like I'm seeing their entire financial situation naked. Yeah. <laughs> and it's just, it's a lot to deal with. It's a lot of information to take in. And yeah. When you're doing one after another, your brain's just like, oh, I'm tired, and I'm just going to slack off a little bit. <laughs> and he's like, no. Yeah, <laughs> I understand completely. He's like, you're not slacking off at all. <laughs> and I'm like, ultimately, I know I won't slack off, but I would like to slack off, but you're not going to let me slack off. <laughs> you're going to sl- Fine. <laughs> I don't know. And that's just, even though that I do that, that's fun for me. I like having, I have a little banter back and forth, and if that's not you know, spiritually acceptable, then unfollow. <laughs> <laughs> True. <laughs> I'm just saying, at the end of the day, 
Um, I've lived with him, and he's lived with me. He made me. We're going to be for together forever. And, like, I'm learning that holy fear to know how large and giant he is. And I'm also learning that fatherly love. Yeah. And I'm like, I fear you, and I love you. But uh, uh, Isaiah 11, his delight is in the fear of the Lord. And so I've always been trying to learn that, like, you're my God. You're, you're my Lord, you're my Savior, you're my Master, but then you're my Father. And it's somehow Father, you know, I respect my Father. And he says, you know, if you respect and honor your, your parents who disciplined you as they could, how much more are you going to mm-hmm. respect your Heavenly Father who knows perfect? Yeah. And so it's like, it's like learning that, that he's ultimately love, forgiving, merciful, graceful, just empowering. And, and just always for you, yet he is God. And I'm like, there's there's not there's not a disconnect, but I'm learning the connect yeah. <laughs> of how they connect, and then you know, and not just doing things like when I was younger, I did things just to annoy people. I said things that I thought would just annoy the the religious people because it was fun. Um, but even that, I'm like, it's, I don't know, I, I can just talk about it forever because what I'm learning now. Is like uh, one thing I was thinking about because you know we do we do videos every week. You know how exhausting it is <laughs> to try to think of a new revelation. What's the Lord talking to you about this? You know you have like, to think of a new what revelation. Is, what, yeah, <laughs> you have to think of a new one. Well, I was listening to Jesus wept. I've wept one time. <laughs> I wept when he you know, you just go off with some craziness. Mm. But you know what if we. I like I heard Todd White say this like twice now, and he's been very open. He's like, I haven't read the whole Bible, and he's like, with me, reading and walking it out are the same thing. So for me to read the whole Bible means I have to walk out the whole Bible. Yeah. So he's like, I'm taking it very slow, and when I read, I walk out. And you know, I'm thinking, and just like you said, you stopped reading the Bible for a while because the Lord already told you all these things to do, and you were just going back and just doing those things, getting better at those things, and like I'm learning that. Because it's exhausting. Like, we level, we measure spirituality by, what's the Lord telling you today, brother? Granted, can he talk to you every day? And But maybe it's just a general discourse or some joy or just yeah. relational mm. things. It doesn't have to be a teaching moment every yeah. time he speaks to me. Yeah. yeah. But, and you can just go back and so maybe he just gives you one chunky revelation. And maybe he doesn't talk about anything else spiritual or, you know, I'm trying to explain it educational let's just say educational for a while he just gives you this one thing he don't tell you diddly squat and he just every other day he's just enjoying you mm-hmm. he's enjoying him and then he's taking this and he's putting it in different angles throughout your day and throughout your life and then you get months down the road he's only taught you one educational thing but he's shown you 50 different ways he's implemented in your life mm-hmm. and so i'm getting less and less like now when I read the Bible, I just get to enjoy it, you know, when I'm, or when I read Daniel, like I've been in, like I told you, I've been in Daniel, and I've just been like, Lord, one, I don't understand none of his dreams, even if he explained them. I'm like, I don't understand none of that, but I enjoy it. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I don't dream like that, but I enjoy it. <laughs> um, or just, you know, being thrown into the fire or, or the lion's den and just seeing these men who just before it even happens, they I bring this up all the time. 
Ratchak, Meshach, and Abednego, they were like, he's going to deliver us, but if he doesn't, he's still God. I love that line. <laughs> I know. It's one of my, I go to it. What they said, if I remember, if I remember correctly, he's going to deliver us, but if he doesn't, we're still not going to bow to you. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah we're still not. And I mean, they were, they were bold. Like, multiple times, these just men were bold in the face of kings. And they weren't just like, I'm a king of this region. They were kings of the entire known world. Known world yeah. They conquered the entire world at that time. And they had all these gods. And they, they every time they ran, and they, they affected one so much. Did you know that Daniel chapter 4 is not written by Daniel? Hmm. It's written by the king. Who hmm. literally got saved because he prophesied and the um, he had a vision and Daniel's like, don't make me translate this vision to you. <laughs> it may not be for you, but your enemies. And he's like, tell me. And he's like, the Lord is going to take you away from your kingdom and make you like a cow. And you're going to eat the grass until you realize that he's actually the God of the earth, the king of the earth. Mm-hmm. He's going to do that. But when, but when, here's a beautiful, but when you realize, when you realize this, then everything will be restored. And you go read it now, and you'll see. And he's like, because he's like, and the Lord is God, who is the God of all, <laughs> all the earth, who is the true king. And I was, and I was raised up. But then one day, I just left and went and was eating among the grass among the field like a beast. And my my servants, they were searching for me to restore me to the kingdom. And it wasn't until I I confessed and made that realization that God is the God of all the universe that that happened. And I mean, and then it tells a story about another king who they he's just okay. Daniel was known as a man inhabited by the spirit of God. This man, they literally known he was known as the man with the spirit of God in him. And when they were sitting, this king, and he took all this gold and chalices and everything that they had gotten from the uh, I guess Solomon's temple or just whatever they pillaged from the the Jews with these golden chalices or whatever they were drinking from them this hand came out of nowhere and began to write something mm-hmm. and he began and they were like they were all freaked I mean freaked and this one girl was like because none of the diviners or anything this have multiple none of the diviners astrologers anything could tell him anything about what was going on and then someone was like well there's a man who's known to have the spirit of God yeah. let's go get him and then we bring him, and he'll tell us what it means. And he comes, and he's like, yeah, I know what that means. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's like common knowledge. But because he, it, God gave him the ability to understand, the wisdom to understand, he told him, and he got rule and reign over another region. I mean, Daniel essentially ruled most, <laughs> even though they were the king over the area, he essentially was like, second under yeah that's always funny how that that's happens have multiple people in the bible but you just see these guys just constantly they're faced with the uh, adversity but they don't bow yeah even at the the fear of death like not just like oh you'll lose your job if you stand up for god no you're gonna get thrown in some fire <laughs> you're gonna you're gonna be thrown in the lion's den and just to think he had so much favor with that king because the king made that edict, and he agreed to it because these guys deceitfully came in and were like, we need to make sure we get a screw over the Jews, so let's make him make this decree, and once you sign it, 
is the, the law is they have to obey and he can't go against it. So he, he makes, he's like, yeah, yeah, that sounds like a good decree. You know, everybody's got to worship me. Cool, that sounds good. And Daniel, no, I'm going to open my windows. I'm going to worship just fine. And then they did exactly, he did that. And then he went, they snitched on him. And he went, and I know him, this is the, the bridge Judah <laughs> um, And he got him, he's like, I don't want to do this, Daniel, but I've given my word, so I have to. May your God deliver you. And then he throws him in there. Daniel comes out, and he's like, he's like, Daniel, are you alive? He's like, yeah. <laughs> this is like, if, this is how I, re- yeah. My God shut their mouth. I'm fine. And he's like, oh, thank you. He's, he's told everyone, you have to give praise to this God. And where are those guys who deceive me? Throw them and their families and their kids. <laughs> and it said before they even touched the ground of that lion's den, the lions crushed their bones yeah. and destroyed those people. Now our flood battle's not against flesh and blood. But just think about all your problems, your issues, your enemies. They're getting their, <laughs> what they meant for evil. The Lord's turning on them, you mm-hmm. know? Which on the enemy, because he's already, all vengeance is said, if I be lifted up, it'll be drawn unto me. That I've actually learned that word men there is just put there. But he's talking about judgment. If I be lifted up, all judgment will be put on me. Mm-hmm. So all judgment's already been taken. All the vengeance and everything's already been taken. The enemy's a withering branch coming to nothing. And I see these Old Testament men with such confidence that they like, it's like they were from heaven. Because scripture says they knew that they were sojourners. Hmm. And just thinking about that, like, when I wake up, I'm not from this earth. I'm a sojourner. I, I'm a child of God. Situations are going to work different for me. I'm not going to get the same results. There's a guy at my job. He's always like, oh, just wait until you get old. And I'm like, I can't wait to get old. And he's like, oh, this will happen. I said, no, it's not. It's not going to happen because my life's going to go different. Granted, I can eat bad and do all these things and continue in my ways. And then, yeah, that will happen to yeah. me. But ultimately, that's not going to happen because he's changing me. His word is renewing my mind. It's washing my mind. He's leading me on paths of righteousness for his namesake. He's made me a workmanship in Christ Jesus according to good works. As I keep his word before me, do not turn to the left or the right, but meditate on it, recite it out of my, de- in my mouth day and night. My ways will be good and prosperous, and everything will go well for me. They're just... It's, loaded i mean and so i already have all this stuff that i just went off on for like 20 minutes i don't need any new revelation yeah i need to meditate on what he's already revealed and there's one another thing i've been thinking about is i'll get off on these like little subjects and i'm like man i know i've said this before but he always brings me back to the gospel and just He's like, keep it as simple as you can. Do not complicate it. Yeah. Don't get theories. Don't get all these other things. You keep it simple. <laughs> as simple as you can. Because the simpler it is, the gospel, the less we can rely on ourselves. The more we make theories and all these things, the more we rely on our own strength. And that's mm. not yeah. how it is. So I just make sure I pull back and then meditate. Because there, there was a time in my life, guys, where I was literally like, Lord, what is the gospel? I've been saved for years, but if someone asked me what the gospel was, I'd have to fumble around yeah. <laughs> and be like, oh, it's a, it's a, because uh, uh. <laughs> I wasn't sure. Yeah. Because I've heard all these other teachings. I'm like, you want to know about healing? You want to know about some other side subject? I got you. 
because <laughs> I've listened to these 20,000 people talk about it, but I don't hear anybody telling me the gospel. Mm. And so I had to search it out myself and yeah. find my find out for myself in the in the word what the actual gospel and the good news is. So someone else talk because I've been going. <laughs> There's a United Pursuit song called Simple Gospel. It's really, really good. Uh, but you were talking about Daniel and that he was known as the man that has the spirit of God inside of him. We literally have the spirit. Like each one of us yes. has that power already endued to us. Mm-hmm. And that's awesome. Like yeah. we're you know we're already set up at a much higher level yeah. than people in the past were. Yep. And it, that's just awesome to me. Um, you know. Because there, there are so many things that try to come against us. And if we just keep our eyes on God mm-hmm. and not waver. Um, Friday night we were headed to the church uh, to do youth and everything. And there was a situation that arose. I don't even remember what you're talking about. A building. Oh. Um. And yeah, yeah. And it was just kind of like, it took everything like in me to just like, God, I know you're doing something. Mm-hmm. Like, it was like the devil's last ditch effort to like, this isn't going to work out or anything like that. But it was like, God has promised certain things because certain things have already taken place. Mm-hmm. Like, we're being faithful and everything. And it was like, you know, what the devil is using, it's like, these people are going to fix your building. These people are going to make sure that everything is running perfectly, right? All the electricity, all the plumbing, all the infrastructure is working. He's like, let them pay for all of it. And it was just kind of like, well, okay, God. But it was that moment of like, I didn't know what to do, but it was like, I know... I know God has promised me something, so I'm going to just focus on that promise and know that he's good regardless of what it comes around. I'm going to focus on that. Uh, and that's something that I, like, studying David recently, like, that is, like, his biggest thing is, like, regardless of what's coming against him, like, he gives God praise. Uh, like, when Absalom's coming against him and saying, you know, this, this time God won't even help him. You know, like that was their propaganda that they used against David in that moment. And it was just like that. I can't remember the psalm. Um, I can't remember right off the top of my head. I'll put it in the show notes. But it was like, there's so many. Like, he starts out, there's so many against me. So many. Like, there was 12,000 troops that were trying to come and kill him. All of Israel had turned against him because Absalom had, like, smooth talk to everybody we were listening to that the other day in the car and it was like but you are my shield yeah you are my shield you are my avode and it was just like you are the only thing that matters you give me heaviness and significance mm-hmm. it's not me because that was his biggest problem and uh it's just it was just really it was one of those moments just like okay god I'm, I'm just going to trust you, and I, I know you've got it. You got it all taken care of, because uh, it could have went twenty different ways <laughs> than what happened. 
because there was that moment of just like you've got to be kidding me mm-hmm. like this is what you promised me and like it's not happening um but you know i know he's gonna be good to his promise because he's better than amazon (laughs) (laughs) i got a little something um just what you were saying a minute ago um you brought up how i went through a moment of and i still probably need to be doing it to some degree of focusing on what he's told me more so than going forward This is a little bit crude. To be seeking to hear, to be seeking revelation without application is just mental masturbation. Hmm. But like seed needs to be taken, it needs to be up, it needs to be rooted, it needs to grow, or it's completely worthless, basically. And I lived a life over the course of a few years of being enamored with revelation and not actually being transformed into anything. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And now I realize, especially now that he's speaking to me so practically, when before, if he would have spoken, he probably was speaking then, I just wanted nothing to do with it. But, um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah well, it's, it's funny, like, I can, all the stuff he's saying to me, I can, like, look back and see that people were telling me those things at different points in my life. Mm-hmm. And like, I just didn't want anything to do with it. <laughs> but anyways, that's it. <laughs> well, you know, going off of that idea, uh, Sean Bowles, I was reading one of his books and it was talking about discernment that so many people have the gift of discernment and that is as far as it goes. But a lot of times that discernment creates rifts because it's only a glance it's already a course or a glance of what the situation actually is and god to go further has to give you revelation on that discernment so you get the full picture um and then it goes to that step of like you've actually got to do something with it um, because so many people take discernment and they're like it's like a club and they just start beating people with that club but revelation turns that club into a tool to help build Mm -hmm. Uh, and I think so many people just go with the first thing it's like I got something bang 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 and it's like God's like whoa whoa what whoa what you doing child it's like let's let's make something out of this and I, I that's something like I've lived a life like I could discern people really really quick and it was like like my mom would even ask me you know what did God tell you and like It'd be the coarse ray glance of what God, but it wasn't a revelation. It was just like, yeah, you don't need to mean like messing with those people or whatever. Yeah. But it's like that was just like the the glance, the little yeah. flash in the pan. It's like, what did God actually like want to reveal? Like that was just one thing. Like what was the big picture mm-hmm. on it? So uh, I think you know, going off of that, like that's something that we need to like go from one all the way to the other. I think I yeah I. I think I'm picking up what you're putting down there somewhat because over the course of like my walk with God, um, as far as like discerning goes, like I can, there've been times where I could see people's lives and see like their sin and like, I would get very angry. Yeah. (laughs) Almost every time 
I've gone to like go off on that person. The Lord's turned it all the way around and like gave me a heart of compassion at the last second. <laughs> and it's like I had the truth, but not his heart. Yeah. So it was like it wasn't the whole story. Yeah. But then when you have the whole thing all together, then something can happen. Mm-hmm. Productive. Yeah. Yeah. That it's God. If God was like us, we would be in a whole heap of trouble. Um, but he's perfect in all of his ways because it's like, I love y'all. He's like, y'all, y'all have made mistakes. He's like, but I love y'all and I want to elevate you from here. It's like, so these discernments or words of knowledge or anything like that is always supposed to be to build people up instead of like, well, when you were blah, 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 you did this. And it's like, you could use all of these things to tear people down. You know, people use like prophecy gets such a bad rap because so many people have used it for gain in the past like in the 90s it was like rampant Mm -hmm. um so that's why like prophecy is has been in the last like five or ten years has been really looked down on is because it was just you know people elevating themselves and then they would fall and then somebody else would come up and then they fall so it's you know it's using our gifts to build everybody up and also getting in the subject of prophecy since there's not a clear cut picture in the new testament for prophecy they were going to the old testament mm. yeah having old testament prophets and a new testament covenant and it just doesn't work that way <laughs> they were taking that and they you know because they saw well Isaiah came against the people this guy came against the people this guy came against the people but then we see the disciples saying can't we call down fire like they did? And he says, you don't know what spirit you're of. Saying, we're in a totally different <laughs> place now. Yeah. You, they battle against flesh and blood, but our battle's not against flesh and blood. Mm-hmm. Our battle's not carnal, but mighty through God for the pulling down of strongholds. You begin to see prophecy of the New Testament is that, that loving patience, kindness, and forbearance that's intended to turn you from your sin. Um, and where you're you're speaking what through Christ what he's done you know you can have discernment that initial that's why I was what came to mind when you're saying that initial discernment is like people who aren't saying things like oh I got a bad vibe or yep. yeah vibes are weird they're just discerning mm-hmm. they're just calling it vibes but they're in preschool compared yep. to those who can look past and there are people even who aren't saved who've learned to look past that initial vibe and see, okay, well, they get to know the person, they're like, oh, man, that's why I got the initial vibe. Your parents messed you up, or this situation messed you up. And they're able to encourage them out of that situation or out of that mindset that could continue to breed, um, you know, breed that way. That's one of the things I, I dislike the most is holding on to past things to, to define you. Mm-hmm. And yeah, you, they can be, they can come up, but they should be something you come pa- go through, come out of. You should never be like, oh, and that's why I'm this way, and put the flagpole and say, I'm stuck here forever. Yeah. <laughs> My mama's 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 was an alcoholic. They were alcoholics. I'm an alcoholic, and take no effort to change it. Mm-hmm. Just because it's happened in your family, yeah. no, that is unacceptable. Granted, do I have compassion on that person? I'm going to say, you're just a stupid. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm going to encourage him. I'm going to say, no, you, you're born again. New creation, new seed, incorruptible seed. You're different now. Let's, mm-hmm. let's move on. 
And just like with, with, like, I tell people now, I'm like, I'm not going to be in poverty my whole life mm-hmm. just because my family was in poverty. I tell people, I, t- I tell them, I, don't, I can say this crazy until blue in the face, and it might not even show until I'm <laughs> just about dead. But my kids aren't going to know poverty. Their kids aren't even going to know middle class. Their kids aren't even going to know wealthy. They're going to be bam, sham, laminate. You know, they're going to be. Yeah. They're going to be those, you know, my dad, you hit me, my dad will sue you type kids. <laughs> Maybe don't want that. The way the Lord, he wants progressive. He wants progress mm-hmm. <laughs> in generations. He doesn't want, he doesn't look for stagnation. That's all that is. If you repeat the sins of the fathers, you're not doing anything. You're not accomplishing anything. But, but that's the only reason people do that is because they think they're meant to repeat the sins of their fathers. Mm. They're meant to, oh, that's just how my dad was. That's how I am. I'm going to chip off the old block. Well, get a whole new block then. You've been all, you've been chipped off a new block. You were cut off a new cornerstone. You were mm-hmm. a heavenly seed, incorruptible. You are not. You know, I have to tell myself, even when I mess up and eat stupid like I do, I'm like, I'm not a glutton. I'm not fat. I'm not, I don't spend my money wrong. I don't do these things. Even if I just did it, that's not who I am ultimately. Yeah. I might take that action, but that's not who I am. That's what I always tell people. I'm like, if you take a prince and raise him as a peasant, He's still a prince. He just has peasant traits. Yeah. <laughs> and he has to learn what a prince is like. I am a prince. I'm a son of God who was not raised as a son of God. But now I'm learning how a son of God looks. Dude, if I act against that nature, does that mean I am not that? No. That simply means that I'm learning <laughs> to mm-hmm. do that. So. One thing you were talking about is like people will hold on to like things that their parents have done or stuff that they've experienced in their life. And like, as I was closing out my last job and everything, like I, I constantly talked to my kids, like anytime they had a problem or anything, my door was always open. Like, that's just how I was. And it was my way of like, pew. like, you know, getting to minister to them in, in some shape, form or fashion. If it was just advice, yeah, you know, there were so many of my students that had dealt with anxiety or depression and everything. And one of the things that God gave me like close to the end is like when someone would be like, my anxiety, my anxiety, my anxiety. It was like, stop calling it your anxiety. You don't own it. It's not yours. Yeah. Because anytime we own something, it's like, we've got it. This is mine. I'm not giving it away. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, exactly. And it, you know, you watch that show Hoarders, and that's yeah. literally like what they do. And it's like, if it's not yours, don't say it's yours because yeah. then you're going to start doing this mm-hmm. and you're going to start cutting ties with this thought process. And it goes for anything. Yeah. You know, uh, it goes for lust, it goes for addictions, like it goes for all of it. If you are like, this is not of me and this is not of my father my bloodline does not have these things my bloodline does not have these diseases or whatever it is then things can start happening yeah you know the spiritual warfare can start swinging in the other way because if you're like 
oh, I don't need any help. And the angels are just like, come on, bro, like tag me in. They're like waiting to get tagged yeah. in. They're like, you're just getting beat in yeah. the middle of the ring. And you have a figure four leg lock, and yeah. they're just like, come on, bro. <laughs> people are like, if you watch wrestling, you know what I'm talking about, Ric Flair. But anyway. You know, it's just like we need. Woo! Sorry, <laughs> we just need to tag it in and yeah. let things start happening. Um, like I, I wish I could remember where exactly it is in Ezekiel, but I know um, there's part of the church that you know they they do live from this kind of Old Testament mentality. Um, I know there's like catechism classes out there <laughs> for those denominations that do that, um, where you learn like the scriptures, like from Deuteronomy, where it's like these, um, the sins of the father will be passed on, you know, to the third and fourth generation, all that kind of stuff. Um, and it's like, It, ne it never made sense to me why that um, is taught in certain circles. Um, but in Ezekiel, I wish I could remember where it is, but um, there's, uh, I believe it's chapter 31, maybe, but uh, he's, God is like giving this revelation of how, um, you know, Israel's going to be restored and they're going to be blessed. And it's this really beautiful picture. But there's a part um, where he um, brings up a proverb, I believe, and he's saying, like, um, the a man will eat sour grapes, but his child is the one that will pucker. And God says, you know, in saying that, like, the parent's sin will affect the child and, <clears throat> you know, they'll reap the fruits of that. But he literally says, this proverb will not be true anymore in this new covenant. He was like, a man will, you know, have to deal with the consequences of his own sin, but the child's not going to suffer for that. But it was, you know, also saying, like, but there's going to be, you know, all this redemption to where you're going to be forgiven for your sins and not have to, you know. And it's like, if we're going to take Old Testament, th like, themes and try to live from this Old Testament mentality, it literally even says in the Old Testament that we're not going to have generational curses. So it's like you can't, you can't, <laughs> take bits and pieces yeah, of the yeah. word because the, I mean and like we anytime somebody says um like what we've been talking about well like my mom or dad dealt with that I mean like you literally just go to the doctor and they're like wanting your medical history and everything and it's because that's what our experience has been yep. and we haven't spoken against that experience in saying that I'm not going to experience those things. Yeah. And when literally God is saying in the Old Testament, setting us up for this new covenant that 
generational curses are not going to be a thing anymore. And I know, like, when we, like, Zach and I were reading Ezekiel, this was probably a month or two ago now. Um, I just remember reading that, and it was just like, wow, this is, this is amazing. I mean, but it was just, it was crazy that it was even, like, God using a proverb, something from his own word, and he's like, this isn't going to apply anymore. And, yeah. When, when you guys were talking about that, it made me think of them. Just like in Isaiah 54, I've mentioned this multiple times now, because when I read it, I was like, whoa! Uh, where he literally says, he's like, these days are going to be like the days of Noah, where I promised I would never flood the earth again. I promised that yeah. I will never be angry with you, nor rebuke you any longer. Yeah. It's in Isaiah 54. Mm. And people <laughs> nowadays are like, oh, God's angry with me. I messed up. And I'm like, no, you're a liar. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, I've said it before, but you're a liar. Isaiah 54 says, just like you said, I said, if for him to be mad with you to, to say the same, he's going to flood the earth again. And if that sounds crazy in your mind, because everyone knows the, the, oh, he said he'll never flood the earth. You know, even people who don't know God, they're like, oh, he said he won't flood the earth. But they don't know that he promised just the same way I'll never flood the earth. I'll never be angry mm. with you or rebuke you. Mm. So that means... But then we have the scripture that says he chastens those he loves. But that means chastening is not a rebuke. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That means chastening is not an anger. It can't be. It can't be. Yeah. Because he said, I'll never be angry with you and I'll never rebuke you. That's then good. he goes on to say, if anyone attacks you, it's not me yeah. and it ain't from me. Yeah. So the Lord doesn't bring even an attack on us. Oh, we were kind of saying the Lord's going to. No. He said, if anyone attacks you, it ain't from me. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't mm. bring it. <laughs> that's good. And, and like, so that's just, we can take, you can go in the Old Testament. And David said, he says, anyone who can pull from the Old Testament and the New is like an experienced vine dresser or something like that. They're just experienced. If you're able to see the truth in the Old Testament and yeah. bring it out. Because we don't throw the Old Testament out. No. You know, that's where, that's where Paul taught from. I mean, Paul pulled, he said, Said talking about don't muzzle the ox while he trains the grain, and he then he pulls this crazy thing out, and he's like, "You think the Lord was only talking about an ox?" He's <laughs> like, "Wasn't he talking about?" And he brings this totally obs- what seems obscure, and brings it <laughs> the yeah. truth from it. It says, "Don't you think the Lord has a bigger perspective than an ox treading grain?" <laughs> you see that he was actually speaking this, and so you can take all these verses in the Old Testament and really see the light of the, the yeah. gospel through yeah. them. You can read all these stories and you just see Jesus everywhere. Oh, yeah. Littered through the whole thing. Yeah. And Jesus himself said, you search the scriptures as if in them you'll find eternal life, but they speak of me. <laughs> but you <laughs> won't come to me. <laughs> so when you read the Old Testament, you don't got to be worried when people are. You just got to be like, Lord, reveal you in them. You yeah. know, when <laughs> people are stuck in the Old Testament, boy, stay stuck. Lord, reveal you in that chapter, in that verse, whatever they're reading, reveal you. And let them come to you. That can be our prayer. We don't got to worry, you know? Yeah. I don't worry about, like a long time ago, he told me not to worry about religious people. Because in the same way that they're fervent about that, the same way they're getting tricked by in this, he can just, boop, trick them right over into the gospel. <laughs> yeah. It's not hard. People are like, oh, religious people are so hard to convert. That's because you think they are. Muslims hmm. are so hard to convert. That's because you think they are. Buddhists, all these, they're, they're so hard. It's so hard. Yeah, with men, nothing's possible. 
<laughs> nothing's that's what God, Jesus said with men nothing's possible mm. but with God all things are possible mm. I was just going to say we had um, some people come to church this past week for Father's Day weekend that were from Israel mm-hmm. and they spoke the whole weekend <clears throat> you're just saying with God all things are possible yeah. they were saying how there are places now in Israel where they have Israelites and Palestinians that are messianic worshiping together. Mm-hmm. That's really crazy to think. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because all those, all the Muslims do. They What's think, that face all about? <laughs> praying, you know, God of Abraham, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. If you're real, you know, reveal yourself to me. Then Jesus pops in the room, like, yo, I am. <laughs> and they're like, oh god. <laughs> <laughs> but I, w- I would say that Jews. You say all these different people are difficult to convert. A really staunch Orthodox Jew would probably be really difficult. What's funny is there's but not with God. There's so many like there was I think it was Bill Johnson talking about it. There's so many Jews waiting. Like they've already converted, but they haven't like announced it yet. Like there's a ton that's just like waiting for the right moment. And there was a, a story like the top rabbi, um, this is back in like 2012, top rabbi passed away and like he had written a note. Yeah. And he was like, mm-hmm. don't open this note until a year after I pass. So all the top, you know, all the council and all this gets together to open the note, to read it and everything. They open it up. It says, Jesus you, Christ is the Messiah. Yeshua is <laughs> Messiah. Yeah. And it was just like, <laughs> that's just awesome. <laughs> um, I think that's a good place to end tonight. Jesus Can I is, pray? At this? Yeah. 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 <clears throat> Lord, I just thank you for this conversation. I thank you that you bring us together. And in the experience that we have with you, we're able to come and just speak about you and that you meet us individually and intimately but then we can come and as a group just speak about your love and the wisdom and revelation that you've shown us and share it with others and lord i just pray that there's someone who is watching and they have an issue with marijuana and even though it's more socially acceptable, in the name of Jesus, <coughs> that addiction is broken off of you, even to be socially accepted in your circle, even pain-related, um, and using it to treat pain, whatever the reason may be, You don't need that in the name of Jesus, and that dependency stops right now. Lord, I just pray that you would bless them and show them your love. And Lord, I just, I thank you for everyone who has watched. I pray that this is a blessing. (laughs) It's a blessing to those who are willing to hear, and I pray that they're Their ears are open to hear. We thank you, Lord. We love you.
In your name, amen. There you have it, everybody. Uh, make sure you like, share, subscribe, and check out all the posts that go on throughout the week. Uh, we've got Amy's live stream on Thursdays. We've got Judah's on Fridays. Uh, there's a lot of awesome things that are coming, uh, but got to get past some uh, editing, <laughs> the work that I'm doing and everything. But uh, God is awesome, so definitely check all that out. If you want to support us, you can go over to patreon.com slash light. Put some money towards the show. Help us keep the lights on and make the product better and better all the time. Uh, so go check that out. This has been Zach. And Amy. Shad. And Judah. Have a blessed week. Goodbye.